Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Believe and Listen Talk Radio from New York with Carla Blaha, Evidential Medium. Weekly conversations on all things spiritual and metaphysical, discussions, callers, and readings. Cultivate your personal connection to spirit and the universe. Learn that the impossible is actually possible. Hello and welcome to Believe and Listen with your host, Carla Blaha, Evidential Medium. Today's podcast and live radio show is Ask the Medium. It's all about your metaphysical questions and how I can help you. I read hundreds of people, well over 100 a month. And I realize there's certain questions that are just, people are dying to know. And it's all the same type of question. And if I can help you in any way with your experiences or questions you just simply might have, I'd be happy to do so. I sent out a newsletter asking for questions, and I've grabbed a bunch of those, and I'll take live callers as well. You can call in at 323-870-4156. Let me tell you briefly about myself. I work full-time as an evidential medium. Evidential medium really means medium that supplies an awful lot of evidence to give you about your spirit person. I've worked as a psychic since the early 90s. I've written one book. I'm co-authoring a book right now with a colleague. So here, all that are listening, that are live, and I see the, uh, the whole time, I see people are holding for calls. I'll be happy to get to those as quick as I can. I'm going to try to merge you in with some of the questions that people have emailed me. And I'm going to jump right in and not give any big metaphysical speeches about metaphysics, spirituality, psychic ability, any of that. I'm going to go right to the questions. Three times in the past week, unrelated to my newsletter, clients have stopped me before they left and said, where are they? And it, it's not an uncommon question, but it's uncommon to hear it three times and to be actually stopped as the client is leaving and they need to ask me this burning question, where are they? I think that, you know, obviously we'll wonder where they are, but it was something different this week that made me lead in with this question. So here is my experience as a medium and bringing through thousands of spirit people on the best way that I can answer this question. I feel that I have been shown that there are different levels of frequency and vibration all around us. I often refer to heaven as the above place or a point above my head. I don't really believe that's where they are above us. I think they're all around us. It's been proven that time is not linear. It's all happening at once. So I feel and I've been shown that there are levels, let's go with kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade, etc., that spirit people, when they leave our plane, go into. It's kind of like some of us come in, I use this as an example often, some of us come in as great singers, some of us come in as lousy singers, some of us come in as very mediocre singers, but we all can sing, well, barring possibly me. But everybody can. So everybody crosses over, and it depends upon where their soul development is on where they land. And then they have the ability to work and heal from their relationships here and do work over there to bring them up different levels. Eventually to possibly never having to 
go any farther and reach the ultimate in frequency and vibration. So this is the best explanation I can give. I don't think they're necessarily sitting on a cloud with a harp with a, a man with a long beard, although I think they could experience that. But I think they're all around us. So that is the best I can do. And I have to tell you, I really believe this, that I'm going to cross the pearly gates someday and God's going to be up there with a clipboard and saying, oh, Carla, I've been waiting for you. You come here and sit down. I have a lot to tell you because you didn't get this right. Oh, and what about this? So I actually think I'll be limited on what I could know. And I keep thinking there's going to be quite the lesson for me up there, as I say, up there from God saying, here, let me tell you what I couldn't tell you. Because I don't think we're really supposed to know. Before I move to my second question, I'm going to take a caller and see what, if I can answer their questions. So bear with me. I'm technically challenged. So let's hope I can do this. Hello. Hi. 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 Who is this? My name is Ashiel. Ashiel? Yeah. How can I help you? Um, I just trying to get if I can get some insight regarding my love life. I'm single right now. Oh. Okay, I would love to do that another time, but this podcast is devoted in live session to questions about metaphysics, not in particular readings. So I appreciate if you have a question and can think of one right now, I'd be glad to answer it. But I'm not doing readings during this session. Okay. I'm trying to figure out what I can. Um. I'm, you know, I'm I'm in a journey into a sort of spiritual path, and uh, I don't know if I can, whatever you can help me with that. Is that good enough? Mm-hmm. Well, no, that's kind of a psychic question. Do you have a question about a types question. of metaphysics or any questions? If not, I'll be glad to help you at another time. Yeah, another time. Yeah, because I something. Thank you. Thank you. I, Thank I, you for I, calling. I listening, Thank you. Okay, awesome. Have a great day. You too. All right, let's see what we have next. Hello, caller. Hello. Hi there. Hi, Hi. who is this? Oh, my name is Rachel. Hi, Rachel. How can I help you? Yeah, um, the loved ones we have in spirit, how do they help us? I know they stay around us. They're close by, but... Like for me right now, I'm going through a very difficult time with illness in my family. And how how do they assist? How do they help us? They help us in a couple of different ways from my experience. I don't feel and have not been shown that they can change our paths or take away something from our soul contract. So if it is in our contract to go through an illness or a difficult time, they are around to support, guide us, give us love and healing energies. I don't think they can change that. However, I often use this as a metaphor. If they are able to help you with something that's not supposed to happen, for example, if, you, if two people are in a car accident and one person is meant to pass that day and you're not, your great-grandmother can pull you right out of the car and take you to safety because it wasn't your time. So they have abilities to come in and assist us but not change our contracts okay um i just wish that if they are around us going through a difficult time they can somehow let us know that they're around and aware 
I'm very observant to signs. I haven't seen any. I'm not okay, aware that, of any. Okay, that, that's a great question. I wrote the chapter on that in my first book. Uh, that is the way we find out, or it is either done through feelings or through signs. And since we're human, we like those concrete signs. I feel, and from vast experience with clients and myself every day, looking for signs and getting them from my, you know, my parents are dead. I, I ask all the time. In fact, not an hour ago did I get two signs from my mom. Ask them for a specific sign to know that they hear you. And don't feel you need to pick a sign that is you know, prominent between you two. So say your father was Irish. Don't feel you need to pick a shamrock. Pick anything and pick something obscure, actually. Don't pick a rose at Valentine's Day or a Christmas tree in December. Pick something obscure because that's what you're going to believe. And then secondly, note that that sign will come to you possibly in a different format. So I'll use the rose as an example, although I usually tell people not to pick a rose. If you ask for a rose, and it's in August, not February, and you meet somebody named Rose, or your waitress comes over, their name is Rose, or you see someone walking their dog and they say, oh, this is my new dog, Rosie, there's your sign. If you want another sign, because you think, okay, maybe that's a, a coincidence, you can ask for a backup sign and say, can I have a confirmation sign in the form of, and ask for it again. And that's how you will know. And it, it, it's really foolproof. I find signing is an amazing way to let them know for them to let you know they're around. So, okay. so well, definitely that try that now because I know that will I, work for you. All right. I definitely will. Thank you. You're welcome. Best of luck with everything. Thank you for calling in. Thanks. Bye. Okay. So I have one question before I go to the next caller, which I will be with you in a moment. Because these are for my newsletter subscribers. I promised I would mention them. This is from someone named Kate. And she said to me, souls reincarnate. Do you know if a soul is on the other side or has moved to another body? Question mark. Are you able to tell someone who wants to communicate with loved ones where the soul is? So this is how I have experienced this. I do believe souls reincarnate. I, there is something called an oversoul, and that is not a term that I made up. It's an actual term. If you picture a jellyfish, or I guess it's a man of war in the ocean with all the tentacles, you have the circle with the tentacles coming down. Picture the circle part of the body as the oversoul. And then the tentacles coming down are the different lifetimes. So even if your spirit person has reincarnated to another human existence here, another human body, I will be able to, or a medium will be able to connect into that energy strand, that tentacle coming down of the lifetime you knew them here, because it's all one soul and it just breaks off into many others. Now, am I personally able to tell someone, yes, your spirit person's reincarnated into so-and-so? No. I've not been able to do that. I get the spirit person from this lifetime that you knew them or your family knew them. I cannot, I've never been able to, or have I ever tried to find out who they are at all? I, I know I, I definitely have heard people say, I think my mother's come through as my grand their grandchild, or a lot of people see that with pets. I'm not sure about that. 
I do know that there are, you have simultaneous lifetimes. So there's the answer to that. That's the best I can do for that question. And uh, I believe it to be true. So the person, Kate, who asked that, you might want to look into Oversouls. Um, and there's a lot of information about it. I'm going to take another caller right now. Hello and welcome to Believe and Listen. Who is this? Hi. Oh, I'm just listening. You're just listening? But yet you called in. So do you want me to mute you or do you have a question? Yeah. No, no question. Just listening. Okay. So I'm going to mute you now. Hope I don't cut you off. <laughs> I'll try not to. Okay. She's muted. I hope. that I didn't cut her off. So I have another question. And again, feel free to call in with your metaphysical questions, 323-870-4156. And this is Carla Blaha, Evidential Medium, answering all your questions regarding metaphysics. A question that was mailed to me from someone named Karen. Um, And she said, what do you mean, what does it mean when you have repetitive dreams or thoughts? There's a lot to this, Karen. So firstly, from the most earthly, tangible standpoint, because I'm one of the most level-headed mediums (laughs) there are. Like, I think if your lights are flicking, it's not necessarily a dead person. I would look at your electricity first. And then I would go to the spiritual second. Repetitive dreams. First of all, if they have to do with things in your life and situations that are going on in your life, I believe that's a psychological thing going on where your psyche is kind of dumping its thoughts out or playing out with things that are not resolved here. I don't think that's metaphysical at all. If these are things that are an issue in your life or things you're concerned about and or happy about. Same with thoughts. That's, that's all psychological. That's, I'll leave that up to the psychologist of this world. Now, when you shift it to repetitive dreams of spirit people, then we have to go into a few shades of gray on this. If you are having dreams of your spirit people, which is a question I get asked a lot, if the dream is negative or has crying or emotion or or too much in it that isn't high vibrating, I'm going to tell you that's also psychological. I remember dreaming, you know, repetitively for years that my father didn't actually die. No, I basically watched him die. He died within minutes of me leaving the room. The man is dead for decades. And I would have these dreams that he never died, that he started another family and just left us. And this went on for years, and I didn't really get why I was having these dreams. I knew they weren't metaphysical because I knew enough that, that that wasn't what was happening. But what I realized, my father died not speaking to me. And gratefully, I have been able to work that out with him from the other side, which is really will be noted in one of my books. I'm completely healed from that, which I never thought I would be. But he did at the time I was not when I had those dreams. So I realized years into these dreams that I had the dreams because my father had died not speaking to me. It was abandoning me. And the dreams were him not abandoning me. It was my mom, too, and he had just gone off and just left. (laughs) So things like that, even if your spirit people are intertwined in your dream, doesn't mean it's your spirit people. Now, visitations in dreams, which is another question that I was emailed. What does that mean when you have a visitation in your dream? A visitation from your spirit person in your dreams, you'll know because you will remember it 
as clear today as you will 20 years from now. It's completely clear. It's completely as if it happened. And there's usually a few earmarkers with that. Conversation is usually telepathically. It's not verbally. Mouths are not generally moving. They usually don't tell you anything profound. They give you the feeling of love and connection. Or sometimes there's no feeling, but you see them and you have just a knowing in your head. You don't feel it. There's a knowing that they're okay. There's also those that they'll stand in front of your bed. You don't know they've died. And in your dream, you see them passing by and they say, bye. But the key for me to tell you is that you will always remember it. You don't forget it. You know how you wake up in the morning and the dream seems so clear to you, any dream that you have, and you'll think you'll remember it, and literally by 11 o'clock that morning, you have no memory of this dream you tried to commit to memory. That won't happen with a visitation from your spirit people. Uh, you know, and to add to this, the reason your spirit people can come to you when you're sleeping is because your left brain isn't in the way. You're in a different state. Your etheric self is open to receive. Now, if you don't dream, which is also another question I'm asked frequently, I don't dream about my dead loved ones. Well, guess what? I don't, I rarely dream of my dead loved ones. I told you about my father. My father's been dead since 1983. I could count on two hands, less than two hands, how many times I've dreamt of the man. I have a friend that died in my hands. I've dreamt of her twice. My mother died six and a half months ago. Zero on the dreams. Think about I'm not dreaming about my loved ones because I often hear things like my sister dreams about my mother. I mean, this isn't me. This is a client. My sister dreams about my mother, but I don't. Why isn't she coming to me? Please do not feel slighted by your spirit people. That is just not your forte. I use hairdressers as I'm full of metaphor. Hairdressers, some use scissors, some use razors, some use a blade. They all get the job done. They just have a different venue or application. So if you don't dream, that's okay. Maybe you get signs. Maybe you get thoughts. Maybe you get feelings. Don't be upset if you're not dreaming about your loved ones. The question that was asked by Karen was also, what about thoughts, repetitive thoughts? It's almost the same thing. If you're having repetitive thoughts about things in your life, that's your, that's your left brain, your ego, your psyche. It's just you. If you have the repetitive thought and or f- accompanied with a feeling, then you might want to pay attention to that. But we tend to go to the negative. So I have to be cautious with how I answer this. Because if it's something that you have an uneasy feeling about as a human, we tend to swing that really far, that pendulum way out to something bad's going to happen. When it may just be if you have a nagging feeling that you're going to be stuck in traffic on a bridge and you can't get this thought out of your head, well, when you have to go somewhere next that requires a bridge, take another way if you can or expect or put in time for traffic. It could be a precognitive thing. But the problem is when we have these thoughts, are us humans, we just constantly go to the negative, all of us. And then it's got to be a bad thing. Think about all the thoughts, the precognitive things, which means before something happened, that you remember. Oh, I knew so-and-so was going to die. I hear that a lot. I knew this. I had a dream. I knew this. We never remember the positive things. And I've been guilty of this a number of times myself. 
But if you just try to take a look at and, you know, kind of balance out what the thoughts are and where they're coming from, it will be very, very helpful. Once again, this is Carla Blaha, Evidential Medium, answering your metaphysical questions. Feel free to call it at 323-870-4156. Now I have another question from Leah. If you have been attuned to Reiki but have not been practicing in a long time, does it stay with you? The answer is absolutely yes. Absolutely. Once attuned, I'm a Reiki master. I was attuned years ago. I don't practice. I do it myself every day, but not on other people as much because when you can speak to those that have crossed, that's pretty much what people call you for, but it never goes away. You just have to just almost flip a switch and bring it on. So I would absolutely tell you, I mean, a lot of people like to get a second attunement. So if you're attuned to Reiki 1, Reiki 2, Reiki 3, whatever it is, go back in and get an attunement to Reiki 1. It's a couple days class, one day class, and that will supercharge you. But I would say you don't need to. You would need the intention only, but absolutely do that. Another question I have here is, how do you tell the difference between random thoughts and feelings and signs from your spirit guides? Okay, so what's pretty timely about this is I'm actually teaching a spirit guide class this Sunday, um, November 10th in Putnam Valley, New York, for four hours. It's uh, meeting your spirit guides and using an amulet or token to connect to them. So how do you tell the difference between random thoughts or feelings? Ego is really what it is. And it kind of ties into the question I just had above that I answered. Um, First of all, random thoughts are what make a reading for me. The most random information that I receive is the best information I can get in a reading. Because if you realize that, think about it. If you're driving and all of a sudden you think about chiclets, that's old gum for you young people, that, or some random thing, I don't know, pink elephants that remind you of something, where is that coming from? You don't have a frame of reference for that you, that is what you have to pay attention to is your random thoughts and feelings, not the ones that, that make logical sense. So when I'm training psychics or mediums, I tell them, do not follow the beach ball. And what I mean by that is this. If you're reading somebody or you're just trying to get signs, but this would be in a class, so I would tell them if you're reading somebody and you hear or you see or hear beach ball. And then the next thing you come up with is sand sun, water, vacation, that is your brain painting a picture for you. That is not necessarily some psychic vision. The ball might be, but everything else is a logical thread that's happened. So the best things are random. So if I'm reading somebody, I wish I could remember I had the greatest random thing today. I'm by the last reading of the day, and I... I hope I can come up with it. And we laughed about it because it was just so random. And I said, I stopped her. I said, that's why this is important. It just came out of left field. And I, I gave it to her. You know, it would be like Captain Crunch cereal or, you know, in the middle of talking about something very serious. And then you see a slinky. That's what's important. Spirit guides. For me, I don't use spirit guides. They use me, but I don't use them on a daily basis. I've connected to them. I teach connecting to them. But I just go directly to dead people as a medium. For you, spirit guides, you might want to, I'll give you a brief overview for the person who asked the question. 
clear yourself, sit down, rest, ask, who is my spirit guide? Literally take the first name you get because they don't care about the name. They just need a name to give you to apply it to them. And then you can ask them for signs. And this really is a quick cursory. I'm you know, doing a four-hour class on it. <laughs> you can ask them for signs so you know it's them and ask them for guidance. I will tell you that spirit guides, there's different guides, and they tend to come in at different times of your life when you have different problems. So if, in fact, you're going through a health crisis and a heart crisis, an emotional, any of those things, there's different guides for jobs. They'll help you with different things. And sometimes, most of them are not your dead people. Spirit guides are usually ascended to a different level where they are actual guides. Think about it. You're on a tour. You're traveling a different country. There's a guide. They're trained and hired to show you around. It's almost the same thing. Um, You can also take um, a token, I'll call it an amulet, of something that has no value to it, like a plastic ball or something. And you can infuse it with the intention that when you hold that, you connect to your guards, and then they could show you. And you can go directly to prayer or anything to just have them help you. So it's a quick explanation of that. But when you're – actually, I need to go back. I feel I need to say it one more time. Random thoughts and feelings versus guides. Random thoughts and feelings are ego-based. I can't say that enough. It's your left brain going into it. It's emotional. Where real – Thoughts and guidance have no emotion, even if they are negative. There is no emotion. I'm going to give the number one more time, 323-870-4156. I'm hoping I can get to you. The last question is from a client of mine named Lisa. And I, I, I get, Lisa, when you hear this, I, I know your personality, and I can hear your voice when you wrote me this email asking me the question. So her question is, if spirits visit us and send messages, what if we're naked in the shower, in the bathroom, or having sex? And this is a very, very common question I am asked. And she says, we have bodies, they don't. True. I can't reconcile getting messages in the bathtub you know, from, say, a grandfather. She said, do they see us? So here's the thing. And, and I know the next time I, I read you or, or, you know, and we talk beforehand, I'm going to, we're going to have a conversation about this. Yes, spirit people see us all the time, naked, not naked, doing whatever we do. But just remember, they're not people. They are energy. They have shedded this human body. They have shedded the ego. They have shedded the logical brain. And they vibrate to an area that neither of us, any of us, can comprehend. So us being naked us in an intimate moment, us in the bathroom, us having a temper tantrum means nothing to them in the way it would have here. It's, it, there's no feeling attached to it. So, yeah, I get it's weird talking to your dead grandfather in, in the bathtub, but I can assure you that is not a thing. Plus, water, like a shower or a bathtub, is actually an amazing conduit to connect to your spirit people, but I certainly understand that you, you know, might not want to choose getting in a bubble bath, relaxing, talking to dear old dad or something. I I get that, but I promise you it makes no difference to them at all. And when you switch perspective that they are not human, they are of an energy and an intellectual thought that just precedes anything we can imagine, then I think you'll be able to say, 
okay, I don't mind talking to them. So a lot of people have the same question, especially when their spouses have passed and they're involved with other people and they're having intimate times or they're doing certain things, going out, having fun. They're feeling guilty that the people see it and feel a certain way. Again, they're not human. They're not feeling like we would. Spirit people want us to be happy. That makes them happy when we're happy. It raises everybody's vibration. So I'm going to stop right there as far as the question goes. I thank you. I'm sorry for the callers that I couldn't get to. I'm looking at the time, and I often mishit the ending of these podcasts. I'll try my best to get this right this time. You can find my website is carlablaha.com, B-L-A-H-A.com. Facebook is Carla Blaha Evidential Medium. Instagram I have, and Twitter, although I'm not real good at Twitter. I have a book called um, Get Your Vibe Back. It's on Amazon. And you will be able to find on my website classes. I do phone readings. I work all over. I'm in Florida twice a year. And I'm going to continue this series on Ask the Medium. So feel free at any point to send me an email with your question and just alert me that it's for a future podcast. And if you have ideas for a podcast, send them in to me. So again, thank you for listening. CarlaBlaha.com, and this is Believe and Listen with Carla Blaha. You have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to Believe and Listen with Carla Blaha. You can find Carla at CarlaBlaha.com. To increase your personal sixth sense, Carla's book, Get Our Vibe Back, is available on Amazon Kindle. Tune in next week for more things metaphysical.